Hello, Internet. It's Tori. You're listening to the Cosmere Deep Dive Podcast. For updates on when episodes go live, follow us on Twitter and Facebook. To join the discussion, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash CosmereCast, where you'll find an invitation to our Discord server. Thank you for listening, and please enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the Cosmere Deep Dive Podcast. I'm your host, Mike. Joining me are Craig. Hello. Dave. And Tori. Wait, wait, hang on. And Tori. Hello, Internet. We start every week with good thing. So, Craig, good thing. Hey, guys. Um, This week, my good thing will actually be another YouTuber, since that's apparently what I'm doing now. Um, But I was actually talking to some friends about it, and I'm like, you know what? It could be my good thing. So, this week, my YouTuber of the week is called Chubby Emu. Chubby as in slightly overweight, and Emu as in the bird thing. The birds that won a war with Australia? Yes. It's a delightful name. I see someone else listens to uh, simply, uh, wait, oversimplified, that's the word. No, I'm yeah, just aware that that's emus... That's also history. That Australians <laughs> have declared war against emus and lost. Yeah, I <laughs> thought that I, was widely known. I thought they known. did an episode, of that. maybe I'm mistaken, but... Oversimplified that's a... did do an episode of that, but okay, it's okay. also... You don't have to watch that no, YouTube you don't. channel to know history. I mean, um, I do. You don't. That's another good thing. But anyway, Chubby Emu is a medical-themed uh, YouTube channel. The The guy's a doctor. Um, I don't know where his name comes from. Uh, I know he used to be overweight, um, and then he, like, and started... And, and an emu. He used to be an emu. Um, and he, he started, like, working out and stuff. And he, he's, he's really fit now. He's a doctor, and he likes to talk about weird medical cases. And essentially what people do that might seem either normal or... Or just uh, extreme, but that you can just accidentally get into and what it does to the body. So we're talking, for example, there was a recent episode where someone ate a whole giant bottle of the uh, vitamin gummies and it like did bad things to their body. So the big takeaway from watching the episodes that I've done series is that don't don't do extremes like don't don't do anything in extreme like moderation is key and especially when it comes to medicine or something healthy, just read the bottle and follow the instructions. Like don't go overboard because bad things can happen. There's a reason there's a recommended dosage. Not all vitamins are water soluble and will pass through your system cleanly if you take too much. It's true. Um, But it's really interesting. He talks about a lot of uh, good things. (laughs) Wait, I don't want to use that as my cover art. There you do. (laughs) My good thing this week is Dave's cover art that Craig's totally going to use. Okay, where is it? Hold on. I got to copy it. It is a pinned message in the channel Dave Art and Stuff. And to find that channel, join our Discord. You can find the link at patreon.com slash CosmereCast. You do not need to be a patron to join, but, you know, we appreciate it if you do. Uh, So, Dave, what's your actual good thing this week? My good thing is video game. Let's go with. I'm pretty sure we might have mentioned this uh, once or twice before. Craig, are you getting that image? Up? I'm. Uh, do, just do your thing. <laughs> uh, my good thing this week is Subnautica. I started playing it a couple weeks ago, but if you recall, I had to put this good thing on hold for a week uh, because my good thing came out of nowhere, and so I had to delay this. But yeah, Subnautica, a lot of fun. You're underwater planet at a, like a survival uh, thriller. Let's call it a hard, but I haven't played that much of it yet. So I'll just call it a thrilling survival game. Um, and Craig talked about it at length a couple weeks ago. So I'm not going to rehash everything. So yeah, I'm on board. I love it. Great game. 
All right. Anybody got anything for Subnautica they want to add? I agree. Excellent. Uh, so my real good thing this uh, oh. not that Dave's incredible art isn't a good thing, but my real good thing this week is pizza from Costco. Y'all ever had this? Sounds like Seinfeld for a second. Y'all, y'all ever you all hear this pizza from Costco? Yeah, apparently it's <laughs> extremely good pizza, and it's also super cheap. It's uh, it's two bucks a slice, or you can get an entire pizza, eighteen inch pizza, for ten bucks, and you don't have to be a Costco member to buy it. Real, real good, you guys. I take it it's better than the five dollar pizza, or at least bigger. Uh, it is both of those things. Mm. <laughs> By a by a very large margin on both <laughs> metrics. <laughs> What's the little Caesars like ten inch? I I don't know. I haven't measured it. It's five dollars, is what it is. <laughs> it's it's five dollars. Is it good? Uh, it's five dollars. Uh, yeah, Costco pizza, very very good. Uh, secondary good thing, Costco hot dog, buck fifty. Get you a hot dog and a drink, and the hot dog is really really good. Like one of the best hot dogs I've ever had in my entire life. And it's huge. So, yeah, do that if you have a Costco at all near you. I do, but I've never been to Costco. Well, as I said, the uh, the cafe area don't need a don't need a membership to buy stuff from there. Well, now I know they have a cafe area. Yeah, yeah, you you should a hundred percent do that. Just like go for lunch one day. Like, don't even talk to the membership people. Just go straight into the cafe. Like, ask the person at the front who checks cards. Be like, hey, I'm not a member. Want to check out the cafe? They'll point you in the right direction. You go, get some food. It's delicious. It's cheap. It's great. Neat. Yay. So what's your good thing, Tori? My good thing is a book that just recently came out. It's Leviathan Falls by James S.A. Corey, book nine of the Expanse series. The conclusion. Wait, it's concluding? That Yes, that was the end of the book series. I should get that. Good. And have you ever been to, like, a signing or met James or S.A. or Corey? It, no, no, I haven't. I don't know how the name breaks down into the two people that are James, S.A., Corey, but yeah. Wait, it's two people? Yeah, yeah it's two people. And and from what I've heard, they're nice guys, but yeah, I've never met them. Uh, the book was good. Um, the series overall is good. I've used it as a previous good thing, and um, I can't really tell you guys anything about the book without spoiling it at this point, because that's the final book of the series, but that's my good thing. It's about space. Well, it's about space. That's yeah. what the series started with. It's clearly about a waterfall. It's in the title. <laughs> a leviathan size. Um, so the name... James S.A. Corey, it's their middle names. The, the James and Corey are their middle names. And the S.A. is one of the author's daughter's name, initially. No, an S.A. is like a little paper that you write for English class. Uh, Usually like done. five pages. Done with this conversation. Not. That's like, that's a name you call your buddies in Mexico. All right. S.A. Dave. Yeah. Did you read seven chapters of a novella this week? Uh, yeah, we started a, I was going to say short story, but I guess novella of, uh, of Brandon Sanderson. He had another novella by Brandon Sanderson, chapters one through seven of Edgebender. Edgebender. Edgebender, or Awesome Bender, whichever title works. Bender Bending Rodriguez. (laughs) My, my theory is that Lyft is basically Toph Beifong from Avatar The Last Airbender. 
except that uh, Toph chose to be an or act as an or, whereas has had this life uh, thrust upon her. Hang on. Are you implying that Toph murdered her parents? No, she's living as an earthbending professional fighter. <laughs> Slash avatar helper. And parent murderer. Call her patricidal or matricidal. Anyway. Alright, keep going. I need to find a gift for the Discord. Alrighty. Chapter 1. Edge Dance by Brandon Shikaka. Asimir is the Hermes Conrad kingdom, right? You guys can. What? It's what did you just say? I, I said you can answer? No. Azir. I, Azir, and then I heard Kondra? Is Asimir, is Asimir the name of the people of his? I thought Azir was the adjective in Asimir. I don't As- know what Asimir is. They're Azish. Yeah. Yeah, it's Azir, Azish. I'm looking. They're, maybe Asimir is the region. Dude, just memory alpha. Come on. <laughs> Okay, she sprinted across Tashikik a little more than a week's travel from Azimir. Second sentence in the book. That must be the city, I guess? I don't know. Could be the city or... Like... Anyway, but that's the Hermes Conrad planet, right? Bureaucracyville, <laughs> yes. Yeah, bureaucracy. Oh, right, yeah, uh, it's just the city. Okay. It's the capital city of Azir. Look at that. Windle, lift pet, voidbringer, lift slicked, return of the stupid rock. Although after writing that, I realized it was the grass, that, the grass, not not the rock. Was there a stupid rock in Stormlight? My only good grass. It was stupid grass, but the rock is stupid largely because of stupid grass. Eating dung. No, didn't oh. she trip over a stupid rock and face plant into the stupid grass? No, she she tripped over the stupid rock that was held in place by the stupid grass. There you go. Uh, okay. So I wonder if this is probably not the same rock. The one by... Well, it's uh, not the rock we know. In- the rock Johnson. Yep. <laughs> Right. Um, Lift save Gox, the prime Aqua Six. Remember, Lift thinks she can make wind. I wonder if what was in Gox's supper. Oh yeah, I forgot she turns food into invested. It's like in a video game where you have to spend hit points to special. Looking at you, Paladin's Quest on Nintendo. Thanks a lot, Enix. And what I figured you'd have gone with Final Fantasy Four. Oh yeah, there is the darkness ability, but see, I grew up with Final Fantasy two and have all those fancy special. Except that, except that Final Fantasy 2 was Final Fantasy 4 when we were growing up. Yeah, it was Final Fantasy 4 without the special move. So I didn't know. I didn't have darkness. All I had was aim and cover. All right, and what happened in Lyft's past? She asked the Earth Mother, or what do they call that? What's yeah, that I'm... thing that they asked for? The Void Mother? What's the thing they asked superpowers from? I'm night. blanking on this. The the Night, night uh, Mother. Night, mo- night Watch. Yes. Thanks, Craig and Tori. Both of you together. Worked. Okay. Uh, so what happened in this chapter? All right. So this basically uh, picks up. They don't give an exact time frame, but it can't be more than like, I guess, after save Gox's life. Gox was made the Aquas Prime or whatever. And so she doesn't want to stay in the palace long enough for people to get to know her and long enough to have expectations of her. Or is she uh, so eloquently? She don't want to get eaten somewhere else. She's always hungry because always being awesome that's the end of chapter one no we were waiting him out <laughs> well you didn't tell me all right it's not gonna make any sense with the silence chapter they stole dalinar's idea to use shard blades for construction lift should get a shard blade little does she know she already has one windle has a back bark the everstorm sure is something chronology question and i don't remember if king nephew actually died or not uh circle back around. okay that angry we can, can answer that deal with that. Well, right okay, now, yeah. the angry guy is a de facto L- L- Ellen. Ellen. Just call him Ellen. Ellen. 
<laughs> no, Ellen, Ellen's was a good king. This guy's a Dorcas Malorcas, nephew king. He, I guess he died. I remember Moash almost killed him, but then I don't Craig, where's he at? Where's the king? Where? I don't know where the king is, but I can tell you what happened in Spiritual the... Realm. You, you better know where the king is. Do you Do you actually king not Dalinar? know where the king is? Wait, which king are we talking about? I'm confused. The king of Alethkar. He's with... Um, Oh my god, oh, I've lost Oh, he's hiding his with the Gavilar, the guy yeah. who was killed five years yeah. ago? No. no, not Gavilar. The guy that's with the <laughs> Lopin's family. Okay, yeah, that's right. He's with yes. Lopin's mom. But he's presumed yes. dead, right? No, he's so. just missing. Okay. But at they any had rate, to protect Dalinar's... him. They put him in hiding. Whatever point this story takes place in, Dalinar is the acting. So, literally at any point before, during, or after the two books we've read? Well, yeah, that's the other thing. Even when, what's his name, Elokar? Yes. Even Ellen. when nephew, even when Elokar is physically present, you could at that point still say Dalinar was the de facto king, right? So yeah. he was just a figurehead. <laughs> so yeah, the Blackthorn. Uh, okay, so we don't really, unless we know when that. Uh, okay, really awesome pancake. I just realized Honor Spren and Cultivation Spren are directly named after shards, and finally Hangry Spren. Uh, there was hunger spren. I saw hunger spren, but my brain read it as hangry spren when I first glanced at it, and I'm like, you know, yeah. What what if like anger spren and hunger spren like got together? Could they make a hangry spren? Where I know hanger, it would be hanger spren, right? It's anger. So, but when, hangry uh, spren... when a hunger spren and an anger spren <laughs> really love each other, <laughs> but. I mean, if you call it a hanger spren, then it just looks like a hanger spren, like a spren that hang around. You're right. Yeah. No, it should be hangry spren. Yeah. Hey, I discover the spren. I get to name the guy that named the sud spren. I'm That's agreeing true. with you. That's true. All right. Anything happen in this chapter? They get wine. Oh, Windle. Oh, yeah. So Lyft is trying to cajole some information out of Windle, but Windle's no, I can't tell you. You just say the word. Uh, he does kind of imply that <laughs> he can be used as a weapon, but uh, Lyft just kind of brushes it off. And Crazy Voidbringer. I guess you'd have to be crazy to be a Voidbringer. So yeah, there's a shard blade in there somewhere. <laughs> Maybe to see it. What's kind of funny is that um, Lyft sees them use shard blades for construction. She talks about them using shard blades to carve out the, the shelves on the wall and um, the chasm. And Windle gets uneasy talking about the shard blades his so friend has done this before and we know that the modern day shard blades are made from the corpse of spren and then <laughs> and then lift says i keep wanting to call lift vin also <laughs> um and then lift she says you know i should get i should get me a shard blade and windle <laughs> windle suddenly in my understanding of it gets even more upset at the thought of uh at the thought of letting him as a shard blade. It's like, oh, we got those dead sprint shard blades. That makes me a little nervous. And Lyft's like, what if I had a shard blade? And Wind was like, whoa, 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 no, Stormfather forbid. <laughs> That's how I understand it. Maybe I read too much into it because I always like to find uh, the possible humorous side of everything. What do you guys think? I agree. Windle is more upset at the notion of being Lyft's shard blade. Anything else at this point? Windle is upset about a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> That's Dude. what I was gonna say. He's sort of like that 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 father with a unruly teenage daughter who just Dude, uh, I see my future. I see my future right now. Uh oh. Um so Windle is he claims to be a cultivation spren. But what he actually Windle. is is an anxiety spren. <laughs> yeah. It's like how Solfrenna 
That was uh, an assumption that people that was made that was an assumption based on her appearance and actions and also noticing what Wind's friend look like and do. Yeah. Uh, okay. I wonder if they're necessarily that similar to Winsprint or if Sophrena was just a special special case. Like I don't know. And that one time that Sophrena appeared like way bigger, that's because they were in the cognitive. Yes. So so remember Crescent Scar do darkness. Uh, do we see... remember him? Because I thought I had to point him out to you. Yeah, but I remember him since that point. So that's fair. Lift over here's the Noodle Brains mentioned that he went to this other town that has pancakes. And she allegedly is going to this other town, you know, one, so she doesn't get eaten by uh, Gawks and the other people in the palace. And two, to get some pancakes. You know, it's they only have pancakes during the week. And there's ten different kinds of pancakes, and she's never had them before. And that's the end of chapter two. So that's her goal. Eat awesome pancakes. Really awesome. Uh, Windle also mentions how he farms chairs. Or he's a gardener. He gardens chairs in the cognitive. Anyway, anything else before chapter three? Nope. All right, then, chapter three. Thank Tori. Tori. <laughs> Craig. I just want to see what happens. I'm just sort of sitting back. You haven't read it either? All right. <laughs> no. Yeah, you need, to, you need to tell me what happened. Sorry. All right, all right. Chapter I, three. Hang on. I did my reading. T- I'm caught up. I also right, am Mike, caught up. What happened? Oh, I have no idea. I have a vague <laughs> sense of, like... What happened throughout all seven chapters, but on a chapter by chapter basis, no clue. I'm I mean, I'm waiting for Dave's recap just as much as you are. Let, let, let's take a the, side uh, note. Look at the screen share. I got my notes up today. Let, let, let's take a breather and Pop let's up. thank Dave for the hard work he actually putting this together. The the bullet I points. That. It's yeah, a lot thank of fun. You, it's a lot of fun, but it it's a little more work than people might realize, but not much. <laughs> uh, my good work. thing this week is Dave doing bullet points. And then laughing at them, and then not being able to say them because he's laughing at them. All right, Mike, why don't you go ahead and read? Hauka inspects the surprisingly knowledgeable merchant of cabbage. You want me to do all of them? Yeah. Pancake Pokemon. Pancake Pandemonium. Greasy Grain. Hauka needs a break. Yeah. So Lift gets into trying to get in and get in line for pancakes. Steal some pancakes instead. Meanwhile, there's this guy smuggling in. Basically, this guy was an opportunist and uh, stole the grain out of someone's farm, like because they were away fighting a war or something. And so he's bringing them in. So, so Hauka, she's a guard. She's gonna super tax him. And you know he's like, okay, fine. Wink is legitimate. Wink. And then uh, Lift shows up. Pancake in her mouth, knocks the, uh, she infuses grain with her awesome, escapes from the guard, and dumps all the grain down, I guess, into, like, the chasm, the slums, the exact, you know, architecture, and for, uh, a little much as I was reading it for the first time, but it's like the, it's like they've got, the town is carved out on the side of a cliff like that, and then maybe the slums are, like, at ground level. If you don't have shattered planes yourself, store-bought is fine. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, it's exactly how Mike said it. <laughs> so we have, Mom said we have a shattered planes at home. <laughs> so yeah, and uh, I'm gonna jump ahead to a bullet point in the next chapter. But didn't Kelsier like fly over this place and then or Dalinar saw it? Uh, Kaladin did. The idea of the city. Wait, carved did he out say Kelsier? He did. He did. Okay. <laughs> Kelsier might have seen it by now. I don't no, know. Kaladin did during his dream time 
flyover thing. He's flying okay. with the Stormfather. Yeah. It sounded familiar, this idea of the city carved out on the side <clears> of a wall. And then was it um, Azir Bridgman that kind of like told him about like the world singer? Yeah, Hoyt's protege? Yeah, that guy. Uh, so anyway, she like she dumps the rice down into the chasm where the slums are and I guess jumps down. That's the end of chapter three. Sigil. Sigzel. 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 I just wanted Craig to pronounce it. Yeah, that's exactly what. All right. Anything else for chapter three? I'm proud of Craig for actually putting the Z in there. Sigil. Wait, was I supposed to say sigil? That's what you have been saying. It's been wrong the whole time. <laughs> no, I, I don't think I've ever said sigil. It must have been in spoiler time because I don't remember him saying I probably said sigil like that. Whatever. Sigzel. Uh, yeah, that guy. So was that it for chapter three? Or? Yeah. Okay. Chapter four. Uh, didn't Kelsier dream about this place? Discuss that. <laughs> <laughs> Conversation of energy. Orwellian pancakes. They could have bonded a cobbler, but no. They need shoes for war? Tell that to Kelsier, or Vin, or Lyft, or sometimes Kaladin. Wait, did tell that. Throw the book at her. Uh, yeah, so Lyft uh, lands down into the slums, and he said that she claims to have slickened the grain, softened her fall, and uh, Wydle failed to catch her. No, find you. But he does. But of course, the people down in the slums rejoicing all of the... Um, and then Wydle has to remind uh, Lyft about the laws of the universe and conservation of energy. You can't... Uh, she can't use her... Well, she, you oh, cannot she change the laws of physics. Jim. <laughs> It's worse than that. It's physics. All right. So <laughs> she can't use light to grow plants, to grow food, to replace light, and come well, out thing is, net positive. Right. She has because in addition to the slickening power that she has, she also has the uh, growing stuff, cultivation, I guess. Growth uh, and regrowth. Regrowth. Yeah. Growth and regrowth. Is that one thing? The the surge is. It's one know. surge that does two things: it either heals people or grows plants. Her Wait, other surge this... is being slippery. Wait, no, that's not that? a surge. Progression. Thought... Progression is the surge, and it has growth and regrowth in it. Wait, but can all the radiants heal themselves? They can yes. heal themselves, but okay. but regrowth is specifically healing anything. And we saw the cobbler do that, right? The orphan. He yes, he yes. could he could do some healing, but right. he also didn't have a cultivation sprint. He had a different. He had a light sprint, I believe. So he's he's the next one over. Okay, that's or interesting. He was. He's dead because, now. Well, yeah. Windle implies it's worse that... than that. He's dead, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Windle kind of implies that lift the cobbler juice, but uh, maybe she had a different. Maybe she had a different sub job or something. Or several of the spren that were looking to bond people. Uh, we're looking at the same people. Yeah, they're like, oh, he's a uh, good potential. That makes sense. Okay. Um, and just just as a quick reminder, Kaladin has adhesion and gravitation. Those are his surges. And Kelsier is an allomancer. Wait, did I say Kelsier or Kaladin? You said Kaladin, but okay. Dave, has, Dave <laughs> in his <laughs> notes has Kelsier. This whole episode, are we saying Kelsier or Kaladin? <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, she can't use her power of growth to grow more food than it takes um to which or or similarly you know she can't it's not as scientific but she can't use she can't keep using her investiture to steal pancakes uh and come out net positive at least not at the rate she but to lift pancakes is not a meat it is an end or well in for destiny if there are five pancakes on one track and one I pancake on another opposite. track <laughs> and you have a, a switch that you can throw to Actually, move the trowel the trolley 
from the five pancake track to the one pancake track. Wait, if you're going through enjoying each pancake of the ten different varieties at a time, like that's your journey. The destination is eating all ten. But I think having one pancake is part of the journey. I think you're getting Orwell mixed up with <laughs> This is a real Schrodinger's cat situation we got here. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, check off Schrodinger's cat right here. Guys, we're either going to gain <laughs> listeners or lose listeners from this. I don't know. I understood the reference, Dave. You did? I guess you'll explain it in spoiler time. Then. Do I have to rafo my own jokes? <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, this is getting derailed quickly, which is good because then it won't hit any of the pancakes. Uh, so that's right. Know. That's the real solution: is to save all the pancakes. Yeah, just kill all the people on the train instead. Um, and then oh, <laughs> so uh, Lyft had also stolen this little schedule planner. She's like, "Hey, it's a book. People will give me for books, right?" And Windle, you know, uh, Lyft is illiterate, but Windle can at least get the gist inside the book. And he's like, "Ah, oh, no, it's not worth." So. Lyft just kind of like chucks it over her shoulder and whacks on in the back of it. And oops, uh, she's got to run again. There goes whatever. So, so it's like that scene in Aladdin in the beginning where the guards chase him. It's only Lyft is. Lyft is kind of like guilted into giving her to orphans. She could totally <laughs> sing that song. The, the Aladdin's. Um, the riff raff one. Yeah. One jump ahead. Why don't, that, why don't you Lyft give song. us a few bars of that, Craig? Uh, it sounds like uh, Dave knows what I'm talking about. So we're good. Yeah, I think. Rather tasty. Uh, you know, in my mind, though, I was thinking Lyft, Lyft gets this book because she wants food. She learns that she can't trade it. She throws it away. But, you know, had Lyft ever gone to a launchist, she would have learned how to turn that thing about it. Wop, wop. And I I legitimately did read this part think she's going to eat that book. <laughs> but uh, she just kind of throws it over her shoulder. Whoops. Wax is in trouble. Oh, that one. Yeah, it could have been light reading or a light snack. Instead, it got her the sack. Chapter. Hey, Wait, she I was have... fired? Fired from standing still, yeah. But I have a question. It is I know I'm wrong about everything, but I say his name is Wendell. I think that's actually how it is. I was just going along with what Dave said. Yeah, it's Wendell. I'm going to continue to say Wendell for two reasons. One, because he's a vine and he winds up like a vine. Two, he really likes to whine. Hey, it doesn't stop oh, me from pronouncing things weird, so... You, you said pronounce wrong. Pronounce? What did I... What? You said pronounce. I did... That's just my microphone. All right, when I listen to this episode, I'm going to go back. <laughs> listen to, provided Mike doesn't cut it out with stuff like that. Anyway, uh, I think Windle are fitting in at least those two ways. That's absolutely valid. You know, it's funny. I was playing a text-based adventure, and uh, one of... Yeah, we have rooms for all the names. like, uh and one that was w-i-n-d-y space corridor and you know i i looked at that and like oh windy corridor and then i thought maybe it's windy corridor but it could be either there were a lot of exits so like that actually makes either. sense though for it to be a windy corridor but i never was, even <laughs> thought about that yeah you played mini sword no but i know i've seen i don't know when what in reference i think we're done with chapter still got a few to go book throw whack on the run chapter five uh Go ahead, Mike. I will remember those who have been forgotten. The needs of the now strangle the wants of the past. Some stuff in parentheses. Time to eat some urchins. <laughs> no, not the urchins. <laughs> She's like, sea I'm urchins. <laughs> I mean, Maybe that's what she meant. I've seen cooking shows that use sea urchin. Apparently it's super salty. Yes. 
Yeah, so those I are the words, I just wasn't remember? expecting that bullet point. <laughs> <laughs> no one expects the bullet point. Steal, no one expects the stealing. Someone make that into a joke. Leave it on my desk so I can take credit for it. <laughs> I expect it by six o'clock. <laughs> Dullard. <laughs> remember that comic from Star Cartoon, Dullard? Yep. <laughs> and then it's a dog, and he's like, it's five. <laughs> That's it's like one of the best examples of anti-humor because it's like anti-humor and satire parody. Oh uh, gosh, we're reading Dullard apparently. <laughs> All right, uh, I will remember those who have been forgotten. That's the words, right? Huh. And now strangle the ones of the past. I forgot I had a whole forgot a whole setup for this chapter. I should have read the bullet point myself because I was gonna be like, oh, I only had two bullet points. Once we talk about the neither now strangle the ones of the past, which was like a really cool line and. You know, uh, Lyft went through all this stuff, but she can't do it now because she's hungry. Or gotta eat the Lyft. The once, oh man, like that song from Aladdin. <laughs> you gotta eat Aladdin because still, I think he's rather tasty. That's how it goes. Anyway, we're supposed to talk about that, and then I was, oh, I discovered one more bullet point. Time to eat some merchants. <laughs> that's why there's stuff in. But I'm happy that Mike knows to skip over this in parentheses <laughs> because that's how I that's how I write them for talking points that aren't part of the main bullet point that i'm not gonna put them in so I'm proud of mike but i'm not proud of myself and seldom at i'm sorry i'm, I'm, I'm proud of you down. dave and that's what worries me um <laughs> 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 uh, time to eat some merchant so yeah i can't i think it has something to do with trying to connect with her past or trying to find a place to settle down and have, uh she can't worry about that right now because too hungry wasn't that in response to Wendell asking her about going to the Reshi Isles. Yeah, I don't remember this chapter. I that also was this chapter. I, I know it happened. I don't remember when. It is this chapter. Oh, okay. That's probably what it's referring to. Yeah, because that, that's her homeland. I think she doesn't have she doesn't have parents. I don't know what happened to. He's yeah. a bit of a street rat. Oh, I have a question. The are these the same words that the cobbler spoke as well? I will remember to have been forgotten. Mm, I don't. Is it the same oath? I don't think so. No, if it's so, a different kind of sprint, it would be, would have been a different oath. Yeah, so, so everyone has the first oath. Like, everyone does the, the words that we saw Kaladin speak in the Way of Kings. Yeah, journey before, before destination. Yeah. Strength before honor. Wait, okay. strength okay. before weakness. The second idea becomes <laughs> different. We don't actually... We don't, don't. We they, don't know what the cobblers would have been. Don't the ink blooders not have second oath, or do the, they the not? Light, e- yeah. Do they even have the first? The light weavers. Yeah. They they still do light the first weave. oath. Oh, light song. Everything after that is truths, but they're yeah. weird. Yeah, that's the light that's weavers. Ironic. They have, they're they weird, the and we don't trust them, and they we don't cryptic, like them. Yes, very cryptic. Cryptics are actually mentioned in these chapters. Now, Wendell's so, Wendell's talking about bonding her, and like they did it because. A bunch of other groups of spren were doing it. It's right. it's the classic. If all of your friends jumped off a cliff, would you jump too? Wendell would. I mean, Wendell absolutely he can, he can would. Latch on. He he submits to peer pressure. He catches people that jump off a cliff. Wait, it's I was wrong. Bad. It's the thing that uh, was bonding yeah. bonding to the cobbler. It was a mist and not a light. Squeeze mixy. So does is the order determined by the type of spren? Like, does every windrunner have an honor spren? Yes, and every. Light Weaver has a cryptic. Every cultivated spren, and every rose has correct. its thorn. And every cowboy <laughs> sings a sad, sad song. Dust, right, then wind, dude. So okay, and every whatever Yasta is has a little ink. Yeah, yeah, you got it, man. Uh, okay. I don't think I realize that. I think the only time we see people of the same order 
are presumably Kaladin and Seth, but we don't see Seth spread. Um, you went through a lot of the first two books, assuming that every bonded spren was an honor spren, and there were just different types. Right. Yeah, I did. but is and, and given that we finished, we finished Words of Radiance, right, guys? Like, yeah, we did. Okay, then you Wait, should know something. Oh, no. more about Seth, about what he was type <laughs> before that. Okay. Oh is... right, he had a he had a he had one of like the the tent. Are we? Right. Are we doing yeah. a remind Dave of things he's supposed to know by now? Bit yeah, here. Let's let's finish bullet points first, and then we can okay. Okay. Then we can right. bring Dave back up to speed. Yeah. Nightblood. <laughs> oh wait, what? <laughs> Honor blade. So, oh, that's right. That's right. Because Seth. All right, just real quick. Seth doesn't have a sprint. That's why he doesn't have to obey the rules because he has an honor blade instead of the sprint telling him what. And Correct. And he also up. uses investiture a lot faster than Kaladin. Yeah, the honor blades are way less efficient than a sprint bond. Uh, the honor blade. Anyway, all right. Let's let's go eat some. It's chapter six. <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I thought this was a description of Lyft at first. Lol. It's like uh, talking about like a little goosey girl missing. And I'm like, I don't remember like Lyft being this orphan. If she was missing teeth, she wouldn't be able to eat as efficiently. So we would know about it. It, it would make oh. it awesome. Uh, I just, I guess I thought at first I thought that was going to be from Hoka's perspective describing, you know, how she saw Lyft. But then I realized uh, fattening up the urchin. And they talk all cute and funny. You know? I, I like. I thought it was more cute and funny. The uh, the high ancient Skadrio to talk. Anyway, uh, words is words, and food is food, and a roll is a roll, and take it, Tori. Uh, what? And tolls is tolls. If we don't get no tolls, then we don't eat no rolls. My yeah. wife made oh, that. Oh, I up. know that. <laughs> that's that's uh. Yes, it is Robin Hood Men Ro- Robin Hood right? Princess Bride. <laughs> I started saying Prince, like, oh crap, I'm just going to go with it. Let's just be honest. Robin Hood Men Tights is G13 Princess Bride. Uh, Carrie always is playing the same character, just he's aware he's on camera. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Man, I need to watch. All right. Um, electric I need to Light watch Orphanage. Men Tights again. Yeah, you missed the line. That's electric good. Light Orphanage. Can Lyft even draw Stormlight from Spheres? Good question. Orphanage and old man. Lyft is a nose, and she has to run. Well, said. you know, Windle is asking Lyft, you're like, oh, I understand each other. Like, oh, just felt right. Words is words. Is food. Where's that food? She gets to the electric light orphanage. I don't know what it was actually called. Hachi's light orphanage. But I do like your name back. Yeah, I mean, it is run by an evil woman. Do strange magic. You know, she does bring me something, something, Mr. Blue Sky. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Gosh, I feel bad for our not American listeners. <laughs> all that, all those bad jokes. I don't know. Do they have ELO in the Netherlands? No, they only I, exist in the United States. So. I really hope so. I mean, we have ABBA here, so I have to assume <laughs> that some of our <laughs> well, music. Well, ABBA is Universal. Universal Studios, Orlando, Florida. So, can Lyft. I don't know if we've ever seen Lyft draw Stormlight from anything other than. Have we? I assume that she can. I mean, it's kind of bizarre that she can draw. You think she should be able to do it by the normal means as well, huh? Honest to God, I don't know. You don't know if we've seen it, or you don't know if she can? Yes. Correct. Okay. I guess if... We haven't seen it at this point. Okay. Well, not not by chapter six. So she's trying to get this, uh... The orphan bratty. He's like, wait here, please. She goes, old lady. She's like, I'll get... You can have him whenever you... Obviously, you know, she can have him whenever she go. Like, she wants him now. I mean, I imagine Lyft would be like, give me all three right now, please. 
I wonder uh, if this will be plot relevant. Yeah, I wonder. If magic powers people. based on eating food will be relevant to the three meals that is promised here at the <laughs> beginning of the story. It is Aladdin. She has three wishes. <laughs> All right. So she's been in the orphanage. Sleep on the park bench. On the park bench, an old man. He's like, I'll give you. I have a few supposed to. That you are not. Be... This is the first okay. time you've. He's the guy on the bench from the Back to the Future. Come on. I know who you mean. But, uh, what the heck so was his name? Like, Jerry or something? Yeah, sure. Trade you. He's like, oh, I'll trade you information. He's like, I don't have. Because that's in, in, uh, was it? Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> they trade. <laughs> they use information as currency. Oh, I'll get, you answer me a question, and I'll give you some information. He gives her information. Yeah, the orphanage, he trades. Are you trying to say Tashik? Tashik, yeah. Yeah, with two Ks. Tasha, they pronounce both case. So he's like, uh, she trades in, she trades, I think she trades Dunn's, and, you know, technically Dunn's spheres are worth as much, uh, but they're just, they're kind of like easier to verify. I mean, for, for surge binders, obviously lighting, using it as a light source for carters and stuff. And remember, this takes place like right after the, most of the spheres are done. These spheres are harder to come by. And so she trades and she basically uses like the the uh sympathy orphan kids so that people will give her interest for Dunst. And then Lyft is like, Well that information's dumb. I'll answer your question, provided it's not dumb too. And so the dude's like, What body part are you? Are you the legs or the head or what? And she's like, I'm the nose, gotta run and she has to go make an appointment and that's the end of chapter six. She says something about being geek gunker. <laughs> so what body part are you, Dave? Uh funny bone. Good answer. I hope. Craig? You actually want me to answer? Yeah. I'm a brain. Tori? I guess I'm the heart. And I'll form the head. <laughs> Voltron. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting that whole time to make that joke. You're welcome. <laughs> All, right, All right. Chapter 7, me, Dave. To call me. Uh, chapter I, mean, I, I was going to explain it, but then I thought it might be funnier. Chapter 7. Lift needs roots. Or does she? Why does the guard captain look so tired? Lift is a stupid genius. Darkness comes at sunrise. Spear shenanigans. Time to follow darkness. So, we kind of get down to the heart of the matter here. Uh, Windle keeps asking Lift if he came past case darkness. No, no, case darkness. And that's, you know, not exactly correct. Not exactly wrong. Really, she's looking for another surge binder. Not that she knows what a surge binder is or what she is, but... She knows if darkness has come to the he's on the tail of someone that's like Lyft. And so she's a companion looking for looking to save this person from darkness. And uh so, you know, she goes and she makes the uh she makes a show of her surge binding power, the card of so that Hayuka will write up the report at the darkness darkness's attention. So that either she can follow darkness or see what else develops. Um Darkness does indeed go to Hoka's house or shift, and uh, just like there's there's kind of a remark, side remark that Darkness makes. He says, "Ah, oh, it's a uh, pretty good that you have infused spheres at this time of year, and you know, curious that you don't have the lit spheres in your lamps on." And Hayuka's just kind of like, "Oh yeah, well, I didn't have." So you know, that's just Hayuka is either a lost radio or knows him. I would. And after darkness leaves Hoka's house, Lift goes and tails Dark. Whether she's actually trying to chase after, I, I assume that she wants to tail Darkness so that she find this other lost and help the Darkness. I and, have. Sorry. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's 
that's basically the thrust of chapters. Really kind of just getting to This is a good point for a break, so good job, Diagram, first of all. <laughs> All right, I have two things. First, um, Lyft lying to Windle is fine, because he's a Voidbringer, and it's not wrong to lie to a Voidbringer. And then number two is the Hauka and Darkness have a really nice exchange that I enjoyed quite a bit, where the, the air quotes, merchant, is suing their guard station for the loss of the grain, mm-hmm. but Darkness is like, no, he should be, like, he wasn't, accepted into the city yet he should be suing the highway guards i told him that (laughs) yeah so like darkness has this innate understanding of the bureaucracy of the area anybody else got anything for these no i like that exchange all right uh what what don't you know that you need to know dave (laughs) yeah dave what Uh don't you know oh hang on that'll be a long podcast maybe you can get me to spoil something by accident or what do I know? Uh, well, well, you figured out the honor blade. I think is, that was the the big one. Is Adolin going to pay for his crime of murdering Sadius? Come on, even that's... I know not to fall for that. <laughs> that's a thing coming up. That's not a thing that happened that you forgot about. Come on. Did Adolin murder Sadius? Yes, with a okay. dagger through the eye. That was literally was cool. on screen. Yeah, there were a few, and we know that Sadius died because his uh, his shard blade evaporated. But see, his shard evaporated. blade appeared. Yeah. Well, it's, it it was Dalinar's for way longer than it was Sadius. Either way, it appeared because it, it unanti disappeared. What's the yeah? Evaporate is the opposite of e- or unvaporate. It unvaporate. It vapored. No, because vapor is like it un. All right, so condense uh, actually is the opposite of evaporate. Yeah, condensation. That it makes a lot of sense. Uh, no, I guess I forgot what happened to Elokar. But now we went. Uh, he got stabbed. Kaladin saved him, and and the Lopin grew a nub. And yeah, the Lopin hid him in his mom's house, where he's the king man. But she's <laughs> because it's her house. She's the king of the house. Sure, her house, her rules. Sean, uh, think of anything else. I guess like the chronology. When does take place? The main character is named Kaladin, not Kelsey. <laughs> uh, this takes place shortly after the ending of book two. Okay. It obviously it takes place within a week or so after lift, but I couldn't remember how much time had passed between that and. Um, it, it might be a little longer there, but or is it? Did they talk about it at the beginning? Like how long she'd been there since she saved the prime's life? Well, I guess we can track by the Everstorm, right? The Everstorm formed off in the is off of the incoming. The so... Everstorm hasn't happened there yet, but like... we know that it's coming, so that it's like pretty pretty close to the. At the moment, it's just a rumor that the lying Alethi have lied about. Liars. Yeah, as far I mean, as the noodleheads go. It could still be after book two, because it does take the storm time to travel across the continent. Yeah. So that's like but, the actual and Although, yeah, the, there is the bit. We, we have a storm. definite time frame of, like, it can't be longer than this long. And then, yeah, Zeth gets Nightblood. Yay, Nightblood. Wait, Really? That was, yeah. that was sarcastic. No Aloysius to be seen yet, but we can hope. He's behind the scenes. All is possible. That's impossible. All right, okay. I think this swell of us and dry. Uh, do we want to do a spoiler time? Loose. I don't think I have much to talk about. I know of at least one thing we should mention, but it can wait if we... Okay, I have a question for you guys. So what kind of things would you cultivate in your garden in, in the cognitive realm? Garlic. Oh, wait, are we allowed to clan? Video games. Ooh. Hot tubs. <laughs> I would make elaborate hot tub sculptures. Sculptures. <laughs> Naps. I love that answer. 
I'm going to go with clocks. Actually, I'm going to say beds. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. Like beds at weird ah, angles useful, and upside yeah. down. and Or like an entire room that is all bed, except where the bed would go. And then there's no bed. <laughs> That's a statement, that is. Well, if we're not going to do a spoiler time, then we should probably end the episode. So, bye, everybody. Okay. Good night, Goodbye, episode. Goodbye, everyone. This has been the Cosmere Deep Dive Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at, at CosmereCast or like us on Facebook. Our theme music is Traveling Made Up Continents by Gillicuddy, used with permission. Hear more from him at the Free Music Archive. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.